Facebook keeps changing crap and I'm not happy with it. I can't figure it out here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're seeing this this morning. I am uh, having a little technical difficulty with Facebook and they're changing. I'm not particularly fond of. Can't get it to come up like I want it to, so we're going to try this. Hopefully you're seeing this. It says I'm live. Um, we shall see. Anyway, um, got stuff going on this morning. Man, I'm <laughs> uh, trying to get ready to do this, and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up, and they're dropping hail pins all over Missouri, and I'm getting kind of excited about that. And, uh, people texting me and sending me pictures and seeing Facebook posts, and so hopefully, um, hopefully they're getting some stuff. We can go over and go to work. That'd be awesome. Um, I have no idea where I'm at here can't see the screen like I'm used to so you just have to bear with me today and hopefully this is working like it's supposed to I wanted I wanted to bring a message to you this morning just um, honestly kind of simplify things you know we, we spend so much time especially in these last few months with all the things that have been going on and all the craziness and um, stuff that's just that's just happening all over the place we're, we're um, bombarded by everyone's opinion we're bombarded by everyone's thoughts of, of you know what we should do what we shouldn't do um, everything from from our president to our governors to our city officials everyone's got their opinion of how we should handle this this pandemic this this mess that we're in today and many are arguing about it um, some are rebelling against it I, I have a tendency to be kind of a rebel myself um, our city just recently on Friday determined that they would be a mandatory mask order for the city of Stillwater and um, I, I'm not a fan of that and, and, and so because of that I'm not going to go cause a scene I, I'm just not going to go to town <laughs> I'm not going to go to a place that requires a mask for right now I'm okay with that I don't, I don't need to be in there causing a ruckus and unfortunately a lot of people did cause a ruckus and wound up in one day our city had had to amend their their ruling to make it optional instead of mandatory so people are, are crazy right now it's it's uh it's a crazy time it's it's everyone's opinionated and that's that's what really brought me to this message is i, I don't want to bring my opinion of something today what, what i want to do is i want to take us into god's word um actually into paul's way of thinking um Apostle Paul wrote a, a lot of the New Testament and, and penned a lot of great words, and, and I want to bring some word into us today that's not an opinion. Um, it's God's word, and, it, and it's um, it's foundational. There's no if ands, or buts about it. You, you can look it up in different versions, I guess, if you choose. Um, actually, I'm, I'm not even going to bring you anything out of my own version today. I'm, I'm just going to stick with this version of the Bible, and I want to read to you some things uh, I'll share some thoughts with you first about how I see Paul looking at this. This is this is going to go, if you want to follow along, you can go to Colossians chapter 1. Um, I'm just going to highlight chapter 1 and 2, and the real meat of this is going to come out of chapter 3. But Colossians chapter 1, I'm just going to jump into this. Paul greets the people of, of Colossae, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce those words, so just do the best I can. Um, and, he, and he's writing these letters. He's not actually there talking to these people. He's actually writing this in a letter to them. 
but he, he begins with a greeting. You know, Paul always began his writings with a greeting, uh, and then he gives thanks. Um, it, this, this, this thanksgiving prayer over these people, uh, over their following, over their faith. And then he puts God in the throne by recognizing his preeminence. He, 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 you know, he greets, um, he starts to give a thanksgiving prayer, but then he, he positions God as the headship in everything that he does, which is really cool. He describes his ministry to the church in the very end of chapter 1 um, as an apostle and a servant of Christ. And, and we get into chapter 2, and, and Paul continues to write about um, you know, almost an apology of, of being, he can't be there in person, but yet you know, he's with them in spirit. You know, and, and, and he goes on to encourage them as they received Christ to walk in Christ. There, there's this monster encouragement of, you know, you're one of his now, start acting like it. It's kind of the thought pattern here. Don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let tradition or man's rules mire you down. And I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing some of this in chapter 2. Um, as you are filled with the Spirit of Christ, He is your authority. Uh, again, there, this is some reading you, you really could do, and you should do. Go back and read Colossians chapter 1 and 2. Um, having been baptized in Christ, you've also been raised with Him. And thinking it back into the, the format of what does it mean to be baptized, to, to be physically immersed in water, it's a representation of our acceptance of Christ in our willingness to die to who we were, being buried under, under the water, and then being raised again in a new creation with Christ. That, that's, that's the representation of water baptism. That's what he's talking about. Um, don't let anyone pass judgment on you according to the law. In other words, it, you know, we all have a personal opinion of how we see the, the, the writings of God, the, the Word of God, and how it applies to our lives. And, and what he's warning against is, you know, don't let a, don't let someone who's hung up in law cast judgment on you. You know, honestly, when you stand before Christ, when 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 our time is up, when our bell is rung, and we're when we're standing uh, in the gate of heaven, and and we're being judged for our, our life. I mean, that's just it. it. There's there's two books in the in the heaven. And you, I know some people argue with this, but there are two books. One, the Lamb's Book of Life. We hear a lot of that. We hear a lot about the Lamb's Book of Life. If your name is not in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're going to be shown the exit. You're going to be judged accordingly and shown the exit from heaven. But then if you if you are in the Lamb's Book of Life, there's a second book. And that book is is, is basically based on your, your works, if you will, your what did you do for Christ? It's not necessarily a judgment thing. You're not going to get slapped or banned or, you know, placed over on the south side. It's it's just a matter of this judgment of, of, of how you presented your life in Christ to others. So, so keep that in mind. But don't let anyone pass judgment on you just according to the law. Live as you're alive in Christ. So live according to him. I want to get us into chapter 3. This was, this was the gist of what I really wanted to bring today. And, and, and if you, I, I titled this message, Are You His? But, but if there's a subtitle to it, it's put on this new self. Put on this new life. It's in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1, um, starting with verse 1, it says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, see, is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. 
when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is adultery. Account to these, on account of these, the wrath of God is coming. So on account of all of that evil, the wrath of God is coming. In these days, you too, or in these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of your creator. Here there is not Greek, Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another. And if one of you has complained against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, so which indeed you were called in one body. Be thankful. This is huge. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You know, I started to stop right there, but at the end of this chapter, <laughs> these are words we've heard before in Ephesians, but Paul goes on to write this, Wives, submit to your husbands. That's fitting to the Lord. I use that a lot in my marriage ceremonies. And our, you know, sometimes a wife has a. You know, our, our ladies today are pretty, um, pretty bold. You know, they're, they're pretty self-driven, and, and and they are they're you know incredible women, and 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 you know now they're being told to submit to your husband. You know, that's sometimes, I, and I love to use this while I'm doing a marriage ceremony because it's I have a lot of fun with it. You know, telling that wife, hey, you got to submit to this guy now. But then I always use that but. But husbands, love your wives, and do not be harsh with them. Actually, in Ephesians, it says, Love your wives, and as Christ died for the church, so you shall die for her. That, that puts it in a new perspective. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, don't provoke your children. I kind of failed at that a time or two, I'm sure. Don't provoke your children, least, lest they become discouraged. Bond servants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters. Not the way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. There's a whole message I've done on, on being a bond servant. I love I love the passage of scripture talking about being a bond servant because it it really puts into perspective, I think, who we become um, in Christ. The, the Bible describes us that we're a slave to sin until we until we are washed fresh and new by the blood of Jesus. When we accept Him as our Savior, in doing so, that this the slavery is broken but at the same time it offers a, a new version of slavery if you will in, in that time frame um, when, when a when a, a slave uh, who, who served a master had served their time 
and, and it was time for them to be set free. If that slave was serving a master who was good to them, um, they had a life. They they enjoyed what they did. They you know they, this guy didn't beat on them, and he didn't you know he they, they he looked upon them as equals or or whatever. But anyway, there was a good relationship with the master. That servant may in turn ask the master not to be put out. In other words, I'm no longer bound by slavery. I've I've served my time as a slave, and I'm free, but I choose. To still serve you. I, I choose to be bound to you in servanthood the rest of my life. And, and when that took place, the, the, the master would take that servant to the doorpost and use an awl and he would pierce his ear, marking that person as a bond servant. In other words, they're willingly a slave to the master now. They're, they're willingly serving the master. They're, they're no longer obligated, they're no longer bound but they've become a bondservant to that a whole teaching involved in it. I love that passage of scripture because that's what we are. As followers of Christ, we've, we are bound to serve him. We're, 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 we've been marked. Um, I don't have any piercings in my ears and really don't like the idea of somebody driving an awl through my ear at a doorpost, but, but that's exactly what it is. We've become marked. We're, we're bondservants to Christ. I love that passage of scripture. Um, and in doing so, that we're, it's not simply an eye service uh, as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Man, again, that's a whole message in itself. No matter what you're doing today, uh, no matter where you serve today, serve it in the capacity that you're serving Christ. I, even if you don't like your boss, even if you don't like your job, even if you don't like who you are in that job, man, if, if you put on a mindset... If I'm working for Christ, I'm going to be a representation of Jesus Christ. Everything I do and say, it'll change your atmosphere of your work. It'll change the atmosphere of your boss. It, I guarantee you, it, it's something to, to pay attention to. Knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back, the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. To keep that in in mind, love these, love this scripture, love this passage of scripture. It's uh, it's challenging, you know. It, it's literally, it, it's showing us that we have a choice of who we are in life. Um, we we wake up with a choice every day. Who who are you going to be today? How are you going to start your day? Uh, I, I'm I'm not a, a big fan of Benny Hinn, the, the the revivalist and the healing minister, but he wrote a book one time, and I love quoting this. I've actually never read the book. I just like the label um, because it's the book is called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And the premise is, is every morning, good morning, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do today? Man, what a concept. But what if you woke up every day like that? You know, I, I spend so much time in the world. It, it's difficult sometimes to get your mindset away from that and, and, and continually thinking, who am I in him? But, but, but when we do... We become set apart. You know, we, we become uh, an, an icon, if you will. We become a light in a dark place. We don't have to entertain and we don't have to perform in the ways of this world. We can stand out. That's exactly what God's told us to do, to, to be that light in the darkness, to, to shine our light no matter who we are, no matter where we are, no matter who we're around. The crowd should not interpret who we are in Him. 
we should always be a, his light shining in this world. I don't I have to carry my Bible. I don't have to stand on a box and, and yell sermon notes at people. Um, I don't have to spout scripture. I, I just live my life according to his word. And in doing so, that will speak volumes to those around me. When I don't participate in things that are ungodly, when I don't um, participate in the coarse joke, when I don't, you know, I don't have to. You know, it's my choice. I don't have to be rude about it. I don't, I don't have to, you know, tell somebody, hey, you know, you're, you know, you're a jerk. I don't, I don't have to do that. Matter of fact, I've seen in the past as a salesman, when when people began to understand who I was, they protected me lots of times. You know, or a new guy'd come in and he'd have some coarse joke he wanted to tell, and one of the one of the shop guys say, "Hey, man, hush! This, this dude want to hear that." You know, I, I've had other places where someone spouts off some line of filth, and one of the other guys go, "Hey, you know, he's a preacher." Now, I've watched these people turn red faced, embarrassed because they blew out this profanity, you know, and then find out I'm a preacher. Eh, I'm not going to judge them. I'm just going to live my life and show them who I am in him. I, I want them to see it. I, I don't want to just speak it. I want them to see it. And that's what Paul's telling us to do here. Live our life according to God's word. Be, be that light in the darkness. Speak boldly. Speak loudly from a lifestyle that people will see and recognize. Say, man, there's something different about them people something different about that dude you know what what is it i i get people ask me all the time how come you're always so happy on days like today it's because hail's falling in missouri close to some of my friends i love that <laughs> that makes me happy i just spent two days working in western oklahoma and i got to go back tomorrow and this stuff's beat to pieces and it's no fun but i'm working with a fellow believer and i'm working with a fellow follower of christ and uh, chad's become a really good friend over the last few years and 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 it's like watching him explode in his faith and and, and now we're, we do Bible devotions together and we work together and we talk our conversations are about godly things and man, it's awesome you know we're working in an environment that's not godly but but yet we don't have to fit in we can be us we can be that light shining in that dark place so I want to encourage you today no matter where you are, our, our world's beginning to open back up. We're coming out of the darkness here, <laughs> coming out of our, our our hidey holes, and and things are beginning to happen. And you know, we're praying that this mess is over and that life can somewhere come back to some form of normalcy. Churches are opening back up today. Um, we're we're seeing services going on. You know, that'll actually be live plus plus online. That's an awesome thing. Participate. Be a part of it. But more than anything, no matter what part of this world you're in, be His. And let your light shine in such a way that others recognize that you're not, you're not, you don't belong to this earth. Put away those things that have held you back. And, and, and let God use you in such a way, especially in such a time as this. Amen. God bless you guys. I hope you enjoyed today. I hope you get something from it. Uh, keep in mind, you can find us on the website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. Uh, our blogs are, not blogs, but our, our podcasts are up all over the place. Uh, you, can, you can find us via Living Loud Outdoors. You know, again, here on the on the Facebook thing, I email out all of these messages. Uh, 200 and some emails, I think, now go out. I know some of you get the email, even though you've already heard the message. That's awesome. Share it with somebody. Um, 
If you got a chance to support us, support us. If you're if you if you're not supporting your local ministry, I challenge you to do that. I, 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 matter of fact, I would I dare you to and watch God work in your finances. Follow His principles. When we follow God's principles, God blesses us. I, Ron and I have have <laughs> we have seen it live and in action, especially this year. You know, we we tend to sit idle through the winter anyway, and we live off of last year's income and hoping for an early spring and man as those as those numbers begin to dwindle and that bank account begins to run shy the one thing i've tried diligently to do is give toward towards the missions that i completely you know i serve I, I, and, I, and i'm not going to let that happen that i don't give to those missions um, i know they're they're relying on my support and, and I, I encourage you support your local ministry support your local ministers support your local missions work we're a missions work. I, I don't rely completely on, on giver support. I, I actually support this ministry a lot myself. So, but, but we are getting more and more of you supporting what we're doing and loving every minute of it because you're partnering with us in the things that we believe God's given us to do. We've not slowed down, um, especially during this time. This has been a very critical time in a lot of people's lives, and we've, we've been on the phone. We've, we've been on the messengers. We've been on the text threads. Um, we, we've been live with people um, going through these crisis moments with them and, and, and many are, are struggling there's a lot of struggle going on in this world today so I encourage you you know keep the support going and, and if you are struggling if you're one of those that, that are having issues then feel free to reach out to us shoot me a message on here shoot me a text message uh, leave a note on the website something and I'll get, I'll get in contact with you we'd love to help you but anyway enough said god bless you guys enjoy the rest of your sunday uh, be praying for us as we continue to work and and uh, chase these these storms and and do the things that god's given us to do and that we uh maintain our 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 light in this dark world god bless you guys we'll talk to you soon